Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas. Today is Tuesday, December the 28th. And today I have the wife of a Marine on the show with me today. Berkeley Simmons is here. You guys are not going to believe what's happening in the Marine Corps. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys, so before I get into the interview today, a couple things I want to let you guys know about. We're getting ready to start a brand new study over at MomStrong International, and we're going to teach you guys how to study the Bible. And so we figured there's so many things coming up. We're actually going to spend the year diving into a whole bunch of different topics, uh, not the least of which is biblical citizenship. What does it look like from the perspective of a Christian to be engaged in the country, to be engaged civically? Is it even biblical in the first place? Well, the answer, of course, is yes, it is. Uh, Rick Green's going to come on the show with me, and we're going to spend quite a bit of time unpacking that. Uh, but we want to encourage you, before you can really dive into studying the Bible, it's really important to know how to study it. So what are the what are the basics of Bible study? So we're going to go through that with you for the month of January, and hopefully just really set 2021 off on good footing for you, a footing that's really based in truth. Because if we don't base it, if the plumb line's not truth, if we don't understand uh, where the starting point is and everything that we do from that point on is going to be, you know, even one degree off, the building is going to topple. And that's frankly uh, where the country is right now, because we've gotten away from the rule of law. We've gotten away from the constitution and the importance of uh, this incredible country that uh, men have died to secure our freedom. And our founding fathers gave of their, their time, their treasure and their sacred honor to secure for us the rights that they declared come from God and not from government. And yet here we are, you know, a couple, we're a very young country, only a couple hundred years later, and we for, we've lost sight of that. And in the midst of all this, you guys hear me about a couple times a week, I'll report on the news and sort of what's happening. I lightened up on a little bit on it in December, you know, Christmas. Uh, but the truth is, you know, uh, the Grinch, uh, the Biden administration and Father Fauci, the high priest of the branch Covidians, and so many other people in our government right now continue to be wildly outside of their jurisdiction. And that is not seen in any place better than in the United States military. And I got an email and I was talking to Berkeley about this a few minutes ago before we started recording. I got an email uh, some weeks ago from uh, the wife of a Marine and she was upset. <laughs> and then I was telling her, I get hundreds and hundreds of requests for interviews, people who want me to notice something or something happened in the news. And a lot of them, you know, most of them go through the staff and they're sort of disseminated out that way. This one came to me and her phone number happened to be in it. And I read it and was so moved by her story that I texted her. And uh, we've been working at trying to get her on the show and, and we finally worked it out today. So Berkeley, thank you so much for coming on the show to tell your story. I appreciate it. Hi, Heidi. Thanks so much for having me. It's a, it's a privilege to be here in the midst of what is one of the darkest seasons in our lives, but yet a season of, of joy and peace as we anticipate the birth of Christ. Yeah, it's true. And we really have an opportunity right now to sort of set it down. A lot of people um, celebrating Advent, which for many uh, people of faith goes into January. And to notice that it's okay for us to kind of take a step back and say, okay, Lord, thank you. We have We still have so much to be thankful for in this country, but yet we're watching what can only be described as uh, 
a, a, a dark force that has really uh, is really leveling now the full weight of the government against ordinary citizens in the United States. We saw we saw this in Applebee's just a couple of days ago in uh, in New York City where they're arresting people for not having vaccine passports. And I'm a total like back the blue girl, right? But I'm disgusted at what is happening. And you are, you guys are like, you know, knee deep in the hoopla. Tell me a little bit about, uh, about your family and what prompted you to reach out to me. Well, um, you know, Heidi, I've, as a military spouse, a, a mother, a Christian, a patriot, someone who loves God and loves our country, um, you've inspired so many to get off the bench. And that's, you know, that's why I re- reached out to you. Um, the time is now for all of us to be activists in, in the right way, in the godly way, to stand up and say, wait a second. Um, and so that's, that's why I wrote. There's a terribly dark situation happening right now in our military with regards to the highly unlawful um, COVID-19 vaccine mandate. And um, this affects everyone from the cook to the colonel. No one in any rank, in any uh, position, MOS, if you will, training is uh, immune to this. There is nothing in 17 years of deployments, hardships, and the daily sacrifices that come from being a military family that could have ever prepared me for this challenge. As a family, alongside not just a couple hundred, not just alongside a couple thousand, we're talking tens of thousands of military members and their families are in a battle against their own leadership fighting for the very rights, Heidi, that each one of them swore an oath to support and defend. That sacred oath that they swear to support and defend the Constitution from enemies, both foreign and domestic. They, they swear this, and mm-hmm. their very constitutional rights are being trampled on. And it should alarm every American to stand up and call their local elected officials, their state elected officials, and the ones that serve in Congress and Senate and demand that this mandate stop. It has to come to an end. So what are what's the real life? Uh, so I've had nurses on the show, um, doctors on the show who have been fired from their positions. These are wonderful uh, professionals, people who have dedicated their lives to that, to taking care of other people. And true, and truly that's what the military is too, right? right? Just in a different, it's a different different way. Yes. Yeah. Just a different way. Mm. But what exactly, so for, for uh, people who are listening, who are like, okay, I heard about this, but I don't really understand what is the mandate? What is the government asking? So the government is, um, and the, you know, wonderful, illustrious bureaucratic military machine that, um, Mm is our United States military right now. They are saying that every service member should be 100% vaccinated with this uh, COVID-19 vaccine. Um, I would argue that there's science coming out that says, wait, this is not a vaccine. Um, This is more like gene therapy. So, you know, when people get all hot and bothered and say, oh, well, you know, they've been taking shots forever. This is different. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to speak to the science. I don't have enough alphabet soup behind my name to speak to the science. But um, so what they're what they're basically saying is you bend the knee and political submission. You get the vaccine or you're out. Um, To date, um, there are 
thousands, like I said, tens of thousands of service members who have submitted what is um, totally lawful and allowed in the military known as a religious accommodation request. This says, hey, based on my uh, beliefs, sincerely held uh, religious convictions, I do not believe that this is something I want to participate in. I do not want this in my body. And this has been around for forever, but to date, not a single religious accommodation has been approved in our United States military, which makes one say, well, wait a second, why not? Why are you not approving a single religious accommodation? So we no longer have religious freedoms as service members in the, uh, in the military? That's a question that needs to top brass. Yeah. You know, these yeah. archaic generals, you know, they need to answer these questions. Why are you not approving religious accommodations? I mean, should they continue going with this purge of some of our finest patriots? Heidi, my husband has been on phone calls, I mean, at all hours of the day and night. And we're, we're talking, you know, you're talking about the nurses and the doctors. We are talking some of the brightest and most yep. intelligent individuals. You know, this is a forced reshaping tool. They are going to, they're, they're, um, you know, taking the 10, 15% off is what we're looking at. Um, and that's conservative estimates right now, 10 to 15% uh, force reduction size. Right. But this isn't coming from, you know, the bottom dwellers. The, this, these are your top dogs. These are people that have been slated for command. These are, these are your next generation leaders. These are your snipers. You know, you see, um, I've, I feel like the Navy SEALs have gotten, you know, fair coverage of this. But the, mm -hmm. the rest of them in there that are, you know, just out there grinding out every day, these are your guys that you're going to lose. And another question is, for the American people, if these guys and gals are servicemen and women who stood up and said, I will take a bullet for you to defend your constitutional freedoms... If those guys are gone, who is going to be there to protect mm -hmm. your constitutional freedoms? They have none. Mm -hmm. Guess what? There's no one there to fight them for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the people that are staying, many of them obviously coerced and bullied into who don't want to Correct. do it. But the people of conviction who are just like, no, I'm sorry, I, I can't actually do that. These are the people that swore an oath to defend the Constitution. And if yep. the only ones left don't care about the Constitution, we better look out. We, we better, better look out. That's right. And so, I, you know, are, do we really think the new woke joke military is going to be the ones that are just going to say, well, we can fight China? I mean, we're looking at enemies that are, are so much more uh, capable in as far as fighting uh, capacity and the size of their troops. And we're willing to purge our military of its patriots because of their mm -hmm. faith. Mm -hmm. Come on. We're, we're yeah. better than this. Yeah, well, we're not apparently because uh, no, this is we exactly be what's happening. You're right, we, sh right now. we should be, we yeah, be we should be better. Well, and I wonder too. Like, I listen to you know, we listen to General Milley and some of these the woke brass that that uh, is speaking on behalf of the resident in chief and his woke administration, and it is the stupidity of the ever-changing mandates, the so-called science that they will... And I heard a woman, I was sitting in on a on a, a city council meeting in, here in my area mm -hmm. earlier today, and I heard someone get up there and say, I just want to say thank you to the doctors who are implementing these mandates across Clark County. And, and you know, healthcare workers should be the ones that make this decision. And I just, I didn't get the opportunity, but I wanted to stand up and say, the healthcare workers don't agree 
Right. So for you guys to say, oh, healthcare work is the health, you know, shut up. Like right. the, the science is not in on this thing. You're talking and someone said, well, it's, it's like no shirt, no shoes, no service. I'm like, no, it's not. It's like here, inject something into your body. Right. And then and you- if you'll if you'll do that, then we'll do this for you. If that's not coercion, I don't know what oh, is. Right. Correct. Well, and now, you know, um, the, the Pentagon's out there saying, well, you know, may, we really need to look at the booster. So what what is going to be completely vaccinated then in the military? You got the two exactly. jabs. Now we're going to do a booster. Then how many boosters? And the irony should be lost on no one when I say this. My husband's shop, he's about the only one that is not vaccinated. But guess who the only one who has been able to show up to work every day without popping positive for COVID? Yes, you have guys in his shop that are not able to come to work because they are they are fully vaccinated, which is fine. Let's be real clear. Let's be real clear here. Yeah, you want to do are, it? Great, do we it. We are not anti-vax people, right? If right, that is right. what you want to choose, that's fine. We are anti-mandate. We are anti-government telling us to shove it because yep. we have zero religious freedoms. Hello, Americans. We are a constitutional republic. Lord Fauci has no dominion over what goes into our body. That applies to our military members as well. Yeah, that's right. So what do you say? There are a lot of people who are listening to this who are, you know, I mean, I I unfortunately... And it's not my fault, people. I can't help it. I, I was like, I'm the bearer of bad news. Well, that's pretty much all there is right now to talk about. Right. It's just bad news. Every day, every time I turn on the, on the TV or whatever, which I actually, let's be honest, I never do. I never turn on the TV. But uh, every time a, an article comes across my phone or whatever, it's almost always just bad news. It's just doom and gloom and one more, you know, one more uh, idiotic mandate. Now, you know, Biden's up there, you know, telling everybody, you're all going to die. All the right. unvaccinated the are going to overwhelm the hospital. winter ever, whatever that yeah, means. The, what in the world? It's like, literally, I feel like I told my husband today, I said, I feel like I'm watching an episode of Star Wars only in real, real, real life. And he's like, no, it's more like Battlestar Galactica, you know, where the, where the, the troopers, the they come in, you know, and you've got the good yep. guys on one level of the spaceship and the bad guys are on the other. And I feel like that is the country right now. Yep. So what do you say to people who are listening to this and are like, oh man, here's Heidi, more bad news. I'm frustrated. I'm already frustrated. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. They're going to start plugging their ears and screaming, la, 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 la. What can people do? Because it's not enough just to flood them in th- with information. I think the front line, obviously, we need to be committed to praying about this because I think it's spiritual. This 100%. is a spiritual with the fact, and Heidi, I go back to it, the fact that zero religious accommodations have been yep. granted, that should speak as to what our military prioritizes right now. Yeah, it so is, much for the First Amendment. Correct. It is not your First Amendment rights. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, the thing that I would say to people, you know, guys, we we have to realize that this is a spiritual battle. This is good versus evil. Our brave military members, and I keep going back to it, they swore an oath yeah. to uphold your constitutional rights. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I saw this great meme the other day and, you know, it was, you know, um, a service member stands up to take a shot, but it's a bullet to the head to defend the yep. constitution over a shot to the arm to be somebody's experiment. And I just like, that's, that's so true that they're going to defend, mm-hmm. they're going to defend you, you, 
So now it's mm-hmm. our turn to defend them because they don't have anyone advocating in, mm-hmm. um, they don't have a, a, a lobby group. They don't have, uh, you know, they can't get out here and speak on, you know, radio programs and podcasts. All right, you guys, you know that I have entered into an awesome uh, partnership with Mike Lindell over at MyPillow, and I decided I was going to go ahead and try some new things. So we ordered their slippers this year. You guys, check it out. It's a great Christmas gift, and you can get a massive discount up to 66% off of everything that's at the MyPillow store. You guys, they have sheets, they have a mattress, they've got a dog bed, which Finley is loving. They've got awesome bathrobes, and their slippers are fantastic, real leather, you will love them. Don't tell anybody, but that's what I got my husband for Christmas. Anyway, I want to encourage you guys. It's a great way to support an American-owned business and support this podcast at the same time. Do some Christmas shopping at MyPillow.com. Use promo code Heidi or call 1-800-447-0541. Well, and the military precludes them from that, right? So so the rules of the military preclude these guys. And we've seen what happens. I mean, they get court-martialed, all kinds of garbage happens to them, which is so ridiculous. But what I find fascinating is I'm, I'm... watching this play out, it's a very similar thing that's happening to our police right now. So with, and not just with the, with the, the COVID vaccine, but also with, um, with what we see happening with regard to the defund the police movement, right? So you've got these, these elected bureaucrats, right? These autocrats, these people who think that they're, you know, they're in charge and you're the peasant Mm -hmm. and they're going to, they're going to defund the police. They've done it here in Washington state, right? Olympia passing 12 of the most anti-police laws on the books in the nation, in the history of the world. And I talked to one of those brave police officers and they have my, this guy, they have my undying support and my respect. And this is what he said to me. He said, Heidi, we train to take a bullet for you. Like we'll take a bullet for you. We will take a bullet defending you. We will show up at your house. If your house is on fire, we'll show up. If there's a rapist in the area, we're going to show up if there's a burglar or, or gang violence or whatever. But he said, I won't go to prison for you. Mm. And it, it, it gave me, you know, pause to think, cause that's what they're asking him to do with these defund the police things. It's the same right. thing. They're, they chop them off at the knees and then they say, we, we want you to do your job, but we're going to cripple you in the process. Right. Well, right. that's not what they signed up for. Correct. And it's the same in the military. And you rightly pointed out that this vaccine is not like the so-called vaccine, I should say, is not like any other vaccine that we have ever had um, approved in the United States before. These vaccines go through, t- you know, years and years and years of a control group testing and blind data testing and all the, all the things. And this is operation warp speed. And you probably heard uh, both of my parents were vaccinated and my father passed away from COVID. Uh, and my mom, thank God recovered because we were able to take her out of the hospital and actually treat her. Sure. This is wickedness. It is. And when you see this at at the highest levels of government, including our military, it should send a shiver up the spine of every freedom loving American. So what do people do? How, how can, how can listeners get involved and engage in this fight and help? You know, Heidi, I think the best thing to do, you know, like we talked about prayer, obviously, um, God is so much bigger than all of this. Um, that's, we kind of talked about before I came on, um, how we, you know, I got through the firewall somehow, it, obviously yeah. a, a God thing. And we, you know, we are convicted of this is our, this, we were called for such a time as this, yeah. you know, to stand here and, and, and take on this battle and tell the truth and tell yeah. the truth get the truth out because there is a lot of nonsense and lies floating around 
Um, but you know, the, the big, the biggest thing is call your congressman, call your senators, you know, right now they're all enjoying a, a wonderful, overly expensive, um, Christmas vacation, I'm sure at the oh, cost, yes. of, you know, of mm-hmm. their constituents, but, you know, get on the phone and call them and ask them to end, end this mandate you know, demand that the faith is not broken with these service members. Um, You know, I think that something that needs to be said here is essentially America's sons and daughters will be returning. Should this purge continue, they will be Mm. returning home unemployed, emotionally scarred and with nothing left to show for their years in service. Mm. This is greater betrayal than what happened to our Vietnam era veterans. Because this is like, this isn't, Oh, you get the vaccine or you don't get the vaccine and we're just going to reassign you. Like that. I think that that's something that maybe your, your viewers should understand. And, and anyone listening needs to understand this. They are going to be separated and forced out. And that, that looks different for, um, enlisted versus officers. Let's talk about the route that it is for my family. My husband, like you said, um, he is a major in the Marine Corps. And let me tell you what that looks like. In order for him to be separated from the military, Heidi, he has to face court martial. That is crazy. Court martial. Okay, so let's talk about what court martial is. Court martial. You ready? <laughs> there, it's not a pink no. Slip I'm kind not. It actually makes me so mad. This would make my husband a federal felon. The likes of, of rapists, murderers, bombers, because he's saying I don't want something because of my deeply held religious convictions, as informed by God's word. Does a does a punishment fit the crime? Mm-hmm. I mean, think mm-hmm. about this. People, if the, if they go through court martial, these these service members potentially lose their rights to vote and to own a gun. Yet he stood here, and I'm talking about my husband. He stood here for almost 20 years and served, and was willing to take a bullet for you. Mm-hmm. Court martial, outrageous! Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So that like this should this should stir a fire in every American's little soul right now to say, you know what? Whether we are pro, you know, war, we are pro uh, military, you should care a little bit and you should want your home defended by the bravest and brightest. Call your senators, call your mm-hmm. congressmen and tell them to stop the bleeding now. Mm-hmm. End it. Mm-hmm. And when they call, by the way, I don't want anybody to say, I don't know how to get a hold of my senator. You got yes. Google. <laughs> you have Google. You know how you, to do you, that. <laughs> you got Google. You just like, you know, my senator is Maria Cantwell. So I'm going to Google call Maria Cantwell, U.S. Senator yep. from Washington State. And, and you know what's going to happen? Her phone office. numbers. Yep. They have, they a, have local a local office. office. They have a national office in D.C. Yep. You write, you call, and you call 5, 10, 15 times if you have to. Yep. And I think if every person listening to this started making those phone calls, Congress would say, they, and the Senate, yeah, they, they would have to sit up and listen. So they, they have, somebody has to listen. Now, I do yeah. want to say that there are a few congressmen who have been, I hate to say, use the word brave, but, you know, they have been because they have, you know, chosen to stand up and say, wait a second, let, you know, uh, people like Congressman Daryl Issa from California, I believe, has come out recently very strong. And, um, 
Thomas Massey from Kentucky has House Resolution 3860 out there, you know, which is supposed to end the entire mandate, but there's not enough people voting and signing on to that legislation. So if people called, they could say, hey, support 3860. 3860, absolutely. we're, We're sick of this. We're sick of this garbage. Well, I, I am, I mean, this, this makes me so mad. I could just sit in my chair and shake because I just, I'm watching what's happening, you know, here in Clark County, they just, they're trying to make wrestling, the sport of wrestling to shut it down because a few kids got COVID. We're talking about a 0.008% um, transmission rate here. And even smaller than that for the kids who are dying from it, if anybody's even dying from it. And yet they're going to shut these guys down. And this is not about health. This is all about control. And if we can't see this by now, I don't, I don't know what, what more there is to do. And so getting people off the bench and onto the battlefield saying, Hey, get, get involved in this thing. Call your senators. Don't be silent. Uh, Your, your congressman and your senator need, they need to hear from you. Yeah. That this is wrong. Yeah. They're elected to represent you. And as far as I can tell, they're not doing a very good job. Most of them. They're not. And, you know, Heidi, to go back to that transmission rate, let's talk about this in the Marine Corps, right? To date, to date, there have been two deaths related to COVID-19 in the Marine Corps. Two. Mm-hmm. I think the DOD is reporting a total of 80. We lose more Marines and military personnel to suicides, motorcycle yep. accidents, and training. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What's the point? What like wh- well, it's why? Why is it such a? It, it is shameful, and it. Yeah, um, it, I think it just it speaks to the evil that is at the helm of the ship right now, and they are driving us straight to the iceberg. And I, you yeah. know, are we going to be able to get off? I don't know. Well, I've I've said many times, and if you listen to the podcast, you know Berkeley, you've probably heard me say it. I hope when this is over, these people go to prison. Yeah. And you know, at some point, and I want listeners to hear this, at some point, it will be over. It, yeah, you it can't will end. Hide, it will end. You cannot hide the truth forever. The truth will bubble to the surface. The question is, how many people have to die until that happens? How many people have to die from suicide? How many people have to lose their homes and their livelihoods and their pensions and their families before the American people start to say, enough is enough is enough? And you know what? I don't have any grace for it anymore. I used to have grace for people who'd say, oh, but you know, but the people who are scared. Okay, I don't actually care about you anymore if you're still scared. If you're still scared, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do to help you. This is a virus with a 99.9% survival right. rate. And the best and the brightest are taking a bullet because of your fear. And yeah. we need to stop this. And you can blame it on the media and blame it on the Biden administration and blame it on, you know, Father Fauci and blame it on all these people. But the fact of the matter is the American people have to start waking up and taking their rightful place. This is a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. They govern at the consent of the governed. And you know what, Berkeley? I do not consent to this. I do not consent to this. And I think Americans need to start calling up their senators and their congresswomen and say, I do not consent. We will never vote for you again. Your political career will never see the light of day again unless you start speaking up on behalf of the American people, starting with our military and our first responders. And that's what needs to happen as soon as the new year uh, is here. People need to get on the phones because where yep. there isn't a moment to lose. And uh, I appreciate you so much, Berkeley, for your willingness to come on and be brave and get this information out to ordinary citizens because there is no such thing as uh, as a citizen of the United States who doesn't have also a civic responsibility. And we're going to get a chance to exercise that right now, God willing. Yes, ma'am. Thanks so much for hiding, having me, Heidi. 
Is there any other place where, where you suggest people go for news on this information? Oh you know, so when stuff comes out, is there any place that, that you'd be like, hey, these guys are usually, you know, right about it. Or they're following it correctly. Um, you know, so much is misinformation. Even if you look in some of the articles that are currently, you know, being written by people, the DOD is playing um, games with the numbers, right, and the, sure. the vaccine rate and things like that. Um, as far as where to go, I, I do follow a solid account. I feel like on Instagram, military freedom keepers, um, they're pretty legit, but I don't know. I'm not affiliated with anyone there to know for sure, you know, where they're getting their information from. Um, well, hopefully, um, hopefully people will start sharing what's actually happening and uh, and then giving people something to do. I don't think it's enough. Like I said at the onset of the show today, it isn't enough for us to say this is what's happening because it's happening to everyone on different levels, right? And so, right. but to me, the most tragic of all of it is this is happening to our first responders and to our military who a year ago were heroes and now right. they're being fired just from like the jobs the they don't want to take part. They don't want to participate. Just, yep. Just like it's healthcare amazing. workers, they were heroes yeah. for, you know, that yeah. course of time. And now how dare you? Yeah, you go from hero to zero really fast with this Real administration. Fast. That's for, yeah. but this, you know, it's the winter. It's a dark, dark winter, Berkeley. So suck it up. Get get your coat out, <laughs> girlfriend. Find a heater. Well, I appreciate you coming back. <laughs> That's right. I know exactly. That's right. Well, I really appreciate you uh, coming on and talking. And you've got obviously you've got my contact information. So stay in touch if anything happens uh, that I need to know about, or you think the listeners would be uh, encouraged or empowered or educated. Uh, with something to do, let me know and we'll get you back on the air. All right, Heidi. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Take care. Have a great new year. And uh, please tell your husband, thank you for his service. Uh, We really appreciate it. I sure will. Happy new year. Thank you everybody for listening. For more information, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. Scroll down to the show notes and I will link back to that Instagram account, Military Freedom Keepers, in the show notes today. Have a great new year, everybody. Spend some time with your families and I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at MomStrongInternational.com.